Whole squad posting looking like we on leave it. All drip first team this season. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 103 of Survival of the Fitted. Chilling here with your boy Joe Williams, aka Ponytail Joe. For those who don't know, I'm rocking a ponytail today. We got none other than Ian Pierno in the building today, the man, the myth, the legend. How are you doing today, my guy? Good. Joe, do you know what your hair reminds me of? Talk to me. Like when I see a guy playing basketball wearing your hairstyle, I'm like, okay, that guy was a running back in high school and he's 5'11, 200, and he's about to play pickup basketball. Like he's Giannis, just like halfback dive every single yeah, play. Yeah. Like, dive. The, like the oh, only, God. the only, like, uh, I'm sorry. I probably don't know how to explain how your hair looks right now. It's not like a like a white people ponytail where you know like it droops down. It's the type that like goes up and like spreads out. Yeah, they got for me people, a little curly bun type vibe. I yeah, guess. for the a little people trying Green to like vibe. Yeah. yeah, 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 just like that for the people trying to visualize it. Like if you pull up to like the pickup court and a guy has his hair like that, just know that he's gonna put his fucking shoulder into you. Yeah, it's going to be a wrap, except I'm not going to do that because I suck at basketball apparently now. But I feel you on that, homie. I feel you. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You got just... the, it's a Zeke Elliott haircut. Ezekiel Elliott, bro. They used to say I look like Ezekiel Elliott. I don't see it at all. I'm not going to hold you. Don't see I, it. But Yeah, you have like a little bit more like despair in your eyes. What does that even mean? Nobody knows what it means. <laughs> Nobody knows what it means. It's provocative. There's people going. Um. I have an idea. But either way, talk to me. I think, you know, thank God. This is, I think this is probably our last preseason podcast, right? Uh, we might mm-hmm. have one more. But thank the Lord that the preseason is ending. Well, I thank really, the chewed, Lord. I really chewed on my vowels there. I sounded like Halsey circa like 2014. Yeah. You ever listen to like Halsey during like the Tumblr era? No. Nah. She'd be like, was it missing out or tiny? Like instead of being like tiny, like she just chewed on her vowels. She'd be like, tiny liquor bottles. Goodness gracious. You know what I mean? Get it together, Halsey. So thank the Lord. It's like where like each vowel is almost like its own syllable. I feel you. It's kind of like, like when Drake used to stretch out his vowels when he like first started rapping. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, all yeah. his O's and stuff. So thank the Lord. But anyway, we got some gimmicky preseason content for you. I think we should both rank our top three best-dressed teams in the league. And this is something we've done before. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. in the past, I've made cute little graphics. I've been like, top-ranked dressing teams in the NBA. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm not going to lie, it's usually pretty easy. Yeah. Pretty simple. Um, I started just looking, and I, I'm sure I'm going to fuck this up. I'm going to forget some teams. But, you know, I was looking through, like, some of the rosters, you know, before we started recording this morning. Yeah. And I was like, damn, it's kind of tough. Like, I think we can go in um, in any direction. Yeah. There's a lot of good dress teams in the NBA nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Especially since all, all league fit stars kind of don't play on the same team. So it's kind of one of them, one of them ones. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, let's uh Let's uh let's chop it up real quick. I think I have I think I have my three. You have your three already? I think so. Somebody came prepared. Somebody did their homework. You don't? Well, you can go ahead and start it and I'll kind of formulate it around. I'll your give my third, probably. you give you th- your third, two, two, and then one one. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we'll start from the bottom. Yeah. Well, that makes the most sense, right? Yeah. That's fair. Okay. To me, the third best stressed team in the league, it is the answer to that question is Drum roll, the please. Phil- the Philadelphia oh. 76ers. Wow. Why only three? I need to hear this. Do you That's think they crazy. should be higher? Well, to be honest, they're not on my three, so I probably shouldn't be talking, but there's like, <laughs> I feel like they're objectively higher than three. I'm just kind of biased in my ways. Um, okay. So, like, the stars of that team, league fits wise, uh, Tobias Harris, who's made some like all league fits teams before, yeah. DJ Tucker, you know, who's like a perennial first team member, um, Montrez Harrell, James Harden, and then Tyrese Maxey. So, obviously, PJ carries the team. Like Fair. superstar. Um, ironically, Alex Subers, who like he's like their team photographer, he's super good. He commented mm-hmm. on one of our posts the other day and was like, I think we have the best dressed team in the league. And I was like, okay, salute for thinking that. And then last night, Montrez wore a Queen Latifah shirt and he was like, I'm the best dressed player on this team. And I can't think of mm. anything more bold than being on the same team as PJ Tucker and then saying I'm the best dressed on the team. Respect the confidence though. But anyway, so I think PJ and Tobias carry this team. I'm not like the biggest fan of like James Harden. I think he just I was wears say like, that. I think he just wears like really, really, really expensive outfits. And this is kind of it's like James Harden dresses like a rapper, right? I feel you. You remember when we used to make fun of rapper fashion all the time? Yeah, I still kind of do. Yeah. Not it's kind of like a similar vibe, but it's also like he's not a rapper, so that it makes it like kind of cooler, if that makes sense. Because he's not a rapper and dresses like a rapper. So he actually gets like a few points, not like a ton of points. So anyway, and the Sixers pictures are always so good. They take pictures in the parking lot, like in the rain, getting out of the car, shit like that. So they look good. So yeah, Tobias and PJ and James and Trez. uh, That's my third. third That's your third. Okay, so for me, I don't really know if my third is as much based on strictly fashion as it is aesthetic i just think the overall energy and vibe around this team is very cool they have cool yeah. players you know where i'm going you know where i'm going with this a lot of them are part-time basketball players on the roster i gotta say the charlotte hornets are the third best dressed team in the nba yeah what i mean by that is you got kelly Oubre jr proof is in yeah. the pudding you gotta have like a bona fide star yeah, yeah there's a and we talked about this, remember? You can't contend for a title if you don't have a bona fide star in your team. Yeah. This is that same thing, just in a different regard. You got Kelly O'Brien Jr. on your team. You got LaMelo Ball, a lot of young energy. You got LiAngelo Ball, probably most tatted player in the NBA if he's playing in the NBA. You got Terry Rozier on that team. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of cool players on that team. A lot of good energy on that team. Horrible pictures on their Twitter, but they made I was my about to spot. say, I, I had them contending for my top three. But they deep fry all their photos. Like it's like 2010. Yeah. And it, and ironically, Philly got the best. Unless I'm tripping and I'm missing somebody. I think Philly got the best photos in the league. That's when it a comes safe to that. Bet. Yeah. So, yeah. Hornets. Fire. Cool ass team. Terry, Terry and Kelly have both made first teams on League Fits before. I don't know if mm-hmm. Lamelo dresses the best, but he kind of has like that James Harden effect where it's like so just ridiculous and expensive that it's kind of funny. And then Lamelo is also like 22 years old, which also makes it you know even better because mm-hmm. um, he's young and cool. 
Um, so I hear that. I, the only reason they didn't make mine is because they deep fry their photos. Dang, that was okay for sure. All right. Well, I was able to look past that. So they got my third spot. Yeah. It's like, uh, do you remember when Kawhi Leonard met Barack Obama? <laughs> uh, yeah. Twitter. And he, like, yeah. De- he like deep fried <laughs> the photo. Dude, Instagram was a wild place in like 2010. You were like XX Pro, XX Pro and Valencia and run that shit through Visco. Contrast, saturation turned up all the way. Yeah. Um, and the picture is like a freaking pouring a glass of milk or something. It's not even something like insane. Dude, Instagram like, used to be so fucking fun. It was so maximalist and minimalist at the same time, if that makes sense. It was sense. like Be Real. Well, Be Real originally planned kind of, you know what I mean? It kind of was. Like Be Real okay. is what Instagram was originally supposed to be. Yeah. Um, okay. My number two team, I have the Utah Jazz. Um, okay. The, the Utah, the Utah Webinyanas. Um, Jordan Clarkson, duh, that's your bona fide star. He's probably the best in the league. So you have mm-hmm. the number one player in the league. Um, Nikhil Alexander Walker. Jared Vanderbilt was a part of the Rudy Gobert trade. And then speaking of Rudy's, they also still have Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay. The pod, yeah. um, who's like smooth, got like kind of like that OG swag. Um, mm-hmm. Their pictures are usually pretty good. Um, but I don't know that, that three, that, 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 oh my God, I almost said threesome. Um, that now I just, why was the second word that came to my head? Thruple, not thruple. Um, that three headed monster. There we go. The big three, Clark- the big, like, the, the big three of Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> big three. There the we go. Big three. I was trying down. to think in my head. I was like, what did they call the heat? What did they call the heat? What did they call the heat? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, You're good. Anyway, Jordan Clarkson, Nikhil, Jared Vanderbilt. All guys, like realistically, they could have three guys on the first two league fits teams this year. So, gotta put them number two. That's true. Also, I hate to do this, but they are also my number two spot too. I probably should have interjected earlier that way. We could have just like exchanged like talking points on that. But yeah, I agree with you on everything you say. For me, it was because Vando, obviously, you got JC, you got Nikhil, Rudy Gay is cool. Yeah, Vando was my second favorite player on my favorite team last year so when they got rid of vando like a part of my heart broke and then when he went to utah i was like okay he's on to better things fashion wise so they're definitely making my second spot too i'm not gonna hold you yeah i hope we don't have the same first team because that was we don't all right for sure but there's an asterisk on mine okay so let me hear it the phoenix suns if frank jackson makes the roster okay so the if is frank jackson is Frank Jackson makes the roster is if you have like Frank Jackson on the roster, you have like three of like the top seven best dressed dudes in the league. Like no debate in Devin Booker, Frank Jackson and Chris Chris Paul. Paul. Yeah. And then they also have Cameron, Cameron Payne, who's usually pretty chill during the regular season, but has a tendency to dig deep into the closet once the playoffs begin. Yeah. How do you feel about DeAndre Aiden? I feel like a lot of people like, He's like a seven footer that'd be quote unquote stepping, but I never really see it. Not to like spew negativity here, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's hard for like a seven footer to step like that. Positive vibes only, but yeah, it's hard for a seven footer to step. Unless you're KD or something. Yeah, I didn't. uh, I didn't really include him in my like point allocation process. He did go to Fashion Week. He went to the Puma show. I'm saying, why now? But either Um, way, yeah. So Suns, but. Frank Jackson has to make the roster. And if he doesn't make the roster, then I bump up the Jazz to one, 
The Sixers to two. And then I'd probably go with with Brooklyn at, at, at three. Brooklyn has a really cool aesthetic. I'm not gonna hold yeah. you. Yeah. See, they, that's both of us have kind of got an aesthetic space for this. Like their pictures are cool. David David Duke Jr. wears all black in the black tunnel. They Kyrie, are black and white color scheme yeah. on their team. It just all matches. It's sick. Kyrie, like he actually um actually dresses cool. Like yeah. and now we're gonna get 82 games of it. Um they added Royce O'Neal, who's always smooth in Utah. Kevin Durant does his thing. And then you know, Ben Simmons is going to Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is finna Ben Simmons. Yeah. You know what the vibes so, are. So we'll say Suns, Suns with an asterisk, mm-hmm. then the Jazz, then the Sixers, and then Nets, honorable mention. What would you call, before I give my first best dress in the league, what would you call that style that like kind of Frank Jackson and I guess in a way also Devin Booker kind of dress? Would you say it's like minimalist? I wouldn't. Because there's really Devin not too Book- many. Lo- I don't know. I wouldn't call you Book and so? Frank the same style, though. I feel like they dress synonymous in a way. You don't think so? <sighs> I think like Book is like streetwear minimalist. Like, really? Yeah, streetwear though. Yeah, Dickies, Chucks, and T-shirts. That's more like workwear to me. Yeah, work wear. I mean, you could say that. I'm with that. We'll, we'll say work wear. I, I feel. I feel like. Oh, I guess. Never mind. Maybe it was just because I, I feel maybe they both would wear like hard bottom shoes and like baggy. I don't know. Either way, yeah. I just think they both kind of like. I kind of section them both in like the same fashion realm. If that makes yeah. sense, dude. Frank is next level. I honestly, yeah. I really love Frank Jackson's style, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. I, like I have like three. Let me not let me not say it. I have like three fashion inspirations. Frank Jackson is probably on that third list now. He's like, Wait, the who are the others? List. So Charles Metcalf, he's like a pastor for Transformation Church. I'm pretty sure him and Frank Jackson are like Jesus really Christ. cool friends. Yeah. Like they're like, I didn't even know they were like cool friends like that. But either way, that dude is swaggy as heck. So he's probably like my second or my third. And then and his tattoos are sick too. Frank Jackson, I don't think he has tattoos, but still yeah. cool, still dresses cool. Frank Jackson on that list. And then the third interchangeable one was like, it's either like D'Angelo Russell or like Dominic Fike. And like Dominic Fike doesn't even dress cool, but he just has like a really cool yeah, aesthetic to him that I like try to mimic, but mine may not be working. Is probably Joel Osteen. That's probably it. That's it? That's it. Bro, don't clown me, bro. I'm going to send you some Charles Metcalf fits and you're going to be like, damn, this dude's swaggy. Put me on like, game. Put me on game, bro. He'd he be hanging out with Frank Jackson. You know he dressed the same. Like They're both like swaggy <laughs> like that. But um, all right, so here's the grand reveal, guys. My, right, my number, number one. one best dress NBA team in the no, league. No nobody's about here. to be surprised here. Minnesota Timberwolves, dog. Yeah. I was watching the game last night. We just almost completed a full, you know what I'm saying, undefeated preseason. Beat LeBron James twice on TV. That's pretty cold. But um, yeah, guys, we what 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 more do we need to say? Break down the Got roster. The, D'Angelo Russell on the roster, dude's a killer. Carl yeah. Anthony Towns. I know Ian doesn't like his fashion, but I think he pulls off like a lot of no, cool I, outfits. He he's had a really cool though. earring on the other night. Carl Anthony like Towns, really cool. he was on the most improved ballot last year and could fuck around and probably get on it again this year. Yeah, he has a really cool, like, he just has his moments. Like, he wore this, like, every time he sidelined, he tends to, like, wall out. Like, he had this, like, crazy dangling earring the other night when they were playing the Lakers. Yeah. Super cool outfit on last night. I, I just feel like he he's a little slept on. But, um, yeah, yeah I got, I got, uh, 
Carl on there. Then I got Austin Rivers on there, bro. Friend of the pod. I think it was like the first or second guest we've ever had I think on the Austin podcast. Austin was the first guest ever. And first he, guest he, ever. He told the story about the fan that kept sending him panties in the mail. It was underwear. I thought it was, a, I don't know why I thought it was sandals, but I was, like, it was panties. underwear sandals. But yeah, <laughs> Austin Rivers, I think he's cool, bro. Cool tattoos, dope aesthetic. Cool they ass a lot dude. Of, cool dude overall. Dude, like some people are low key, like kind of digs about Austin Rivers, but like has a fire ass hoop mixtape, has a yeah. fire game winning shot over UNC, dress yeah. is cool, and he's just like funny as fuck. Yeah. Great. Like not problematic. Like Austin Rivers is cool. We got to have him on the podcast again, bro. We're, yeah, we're we better podcasters now than we were in freaking spring of 2021. I'm sure Dude, it'd be a better episode. I'd be thinking that too. I'm like, fuck, I wish we could have all these people back on the pod again. I'm sure we could spin the block sometime soon. Yeah, but probably. either way, Austin was on there. Also want to give a shout out to Nas Reed. I'm pretty sure he was on like the OG Jelly Fam team. But Nas Reed, cold yeah. dresser. You know what I'm saying? If you like that little, what is it? Repop yeah. vintage t-shirts they be doing with the whatever. But I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Nasri Cole. That whole, overall, that whole team is cold. I think they're the best dressed team in the league. Minnesota Timberwolves. They have ultra drip. Oh, and now they got like their monograms on the bottom of the photo so you could just clean crop them off. Woo! Uh, it's a better I day. That. I saw it's that. It's a better too. day. Oh, we didn't even bring up Anthony Edwards. Yeah, Anthony Edwards. Funny. When funny he dresses, guy. he dresses. I, I thought like that, his. Though. Sorry, not to interrupt you. I thought his outfit the other night against the Lakers, which I saw you posted, was the best outfit he's ever worn. The brown joint where he was wearing like the brown top and the brown Yeah, pants. it was kind of yeah. like, it wasn't even like a cardigan. I think it was just like a pullover. It was like just on his shoulders, but it looked so good. Yeah, I think it was cool. Movie star? Come on now. Yeah, he's Talk a movie star nice. now. Man's I think a movie maybe, star? Self-proclaimed black Jesus? Like, <laughs> I think this is the year like his uh, fashion matures a little bit. Is most rookies usually generally never dress well unless you're like last year was kind of an exception because we had Jalen Green, Josh Christopher, and David Duke Jr. in like a really rare rookie class. But usually, you know, mm-hmm. the rookies get in, they have money for the first time, they all dress kind of dumb. Um, so anyway, I think like this is the year Anthony Edwards like kicks it into the next level. He's gonna take a, a, a big step, big stepper. Big stepper. Probably on and off the court. You might mess around and make an all-star team this year. I'm not going to hold you. but um, Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that's super in play. I'm more surprised that, like, now that you're bringing up Jalen and them, like, how they weren't on our top three. Because I, 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 oh, I the Rockets? do the negativity. But it's crazy how, like, they have the cool... I think they have cooler players in Charlotte. Like, they have Jalen, Kevin Porter Jr., Josh Christopher. And their, you know and their tunnel Kenyon, is hard. Ten, like, their tunnel is cool. But I just feel like they never, like, I don't know, it's weird. Like, I just was, maybe my expectation is, like, the thief of joy in this certain, like, situation. But I'm just like, man, like, I I thought they'd be, like, stepping way more than they are. There were years where the Rockets just ran league fits. Because they had Harden, Tucker, and, like, some combination of Russell Westbrook or Chris Paul. Um, yeah. Yeah, the rest of this Rockets roster isn't, I'm just pulled up right now, isn't really. Willie Cauley-Stein dresses up a little bit. Willie Colley Stein is on the Rockets? Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, oh, wow. And he's making $4.1 million, not to pocket watch. Yeah, no need for that. But Damn. either way. Damn, Eric Gordon makes $19 million a year. Derek, Derek Favors makes $10.1 million. 
Guys, if you want to know more about the business of the league, feel free to tune into league. But no need to pocket watch. Stop teasing. It hasn't come out yet. Yeah, my bad. Um, That's funny. But yeah, not not to pocket watch. But wow, damn, NBA players make so much fucking money. But that tax be killing though. That tax yeah, be killing. Brother, they, they rent. Tax, through, they still like, making more money than us, my friend. No, I mean one hundred percent, of course. But I seen this like financial advisor run through Kyrie Irving's current contract, and it was like, yeah. man, he's like, yeah. When you factor in this tax in Brooklyn and this tax, he's coming away with. I'm like, bro, they took like sixty five percent of that man's money. Did you I'm see like, uh, Tyreek Hill, the football player? I guess uh, this summer he was between signing with the Jets and the Miami Dolphins. He signed with the Dolphins, and people. Someone like asked him, they're like, hey, what was the reason you ended up picking the Dolphins over the Jets? Expect him to be like, the coaching staff, or I love the quarterback. And I think he literally just said he was like, state income tax. State, yeah, state tax. Yeah. yeah. That's the wave yeah. right there. That's some adult shit right here that we're talking about. Also, living in Miami seems a lot more promising than living in New York. No disrespect to New York. I'd rather live in Miami. Uh, it's so humid. I'd rather just live in Los Angeles. West Coast me or nothing. Okay. Give me the Bay. <sighs> give me here. Give me Seattle. Whatever. I never... Bro, I got to go to Seattle, bro. I feel like I, I love Seattle. And I kind of like the rain. You know well, that's where I live, right? Too much of it. Yeah, I know. Don't yeah. you have like a Seattle tattoo or something like that? Yeah. My Some sort of... I have a space needle. Yeah. Seattle seems kind of cool. Yeah. I want to get a Mariners visit. logo done too. Are you that Seattled out though? Like, how long were you there for you to be having two tattoos of Seattle? We're gonna make that s- distinction right now live on the podcast. Uh, if you're allowed to, not that long, but I have like sixty tattoos. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Okay, whatever. Okay, you're I used, to go, to, I used to go to Mariners games growing up all the time. Ichiro is like my first favorite athlete. All right, what, didn't that one dude used to play for the Mariners? Like the kid, what's his name? Ken uh, Griffey Jr. Yeah, that was after. That was before my time though. Dude, dope, 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 dope. All right. Blink-182 is back in business. Some of you guys probably love... Yeah, great transition. Blink-182, the inner pop punk is uh, is just alive. You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about this? So, you know that my parents were like big music people. So, I was going to concerts and shit like all the time when I was like six months old and shit. It's why I've like fucked up hearing loss now. Even though okay. sometimes they'd put earmuffs on me. But the first concert I actually remember going to was Blink-182 with Jimmy Eat World and Sum 41 at The Gorge, which is actually in Seattle. I'm going to send you a picture of the venue afterwards. It's literally the most beautiful music venue in the world. Um, And so, yeah, anyway, Blink got back together. It happened this weekend while my parents were in town. And like my mom was already like, scouring the internet for pre-sale codes figuring out how to like get us tickets and i don't think my mom has been to like a concert actually no my, that's not true my mom goes to concerts all the time but not like a concert like like that so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know this is like i'm trying to think of like a metaphor to say like a really good day like this is like the i don't know this is like, I don't know, bro. This is like for like me with my background. And I know this is lame as fuck. Fuck all of y'all. But this is like my Super Bowl, bro. I, I used to be in the bus at like 10 years old, like going to school with like my headphones in, listening to like Adam's song and I miss you on repeat. It's so like 
forehead pressed against the window, looking outside into the rain. Was it raining in Seattle? Or no? Yeah, or just like thinking about how like, you know, I'm like nobody understands me and I'm so misunderstood. And like, yeah, oh, anyway, no. this is a big deal for me. It's a big deal in the culture. You know, I just wanted to mention it yeah. one time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, nostalgia's yeah. back. Nostalgic. Nostalgia is back. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Tom DeLonge found the aliens he was looking for. Tom DeLonge really left Blink-182. I don't know if you know this, but Tom DeLonge oh, yeah. left Blink-182 to prove that aliens existed. And mm-hmm. Tom DeLonge directly got the U.S. government to admit that UFOs are real. Did he really? I didn't know about that second part. Yeah, he did it. Like, he did exactly what he said he was going to do. Damn, that's actually insane. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to lie. I heard about, like, stories of, like, I think Joe, the only, like, the Joe Rogan podcast or something like that. They had like Travis Barker on there and he was like, yeah, sometimes I'll call Tom and be like, hey man, what are you doing? And then try, he'll be like, oh, like he'll call Travis and Travis is like, oh, I'm going to the studio tomorrow. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm actually on my way to the White House. And he's like, whoa, what the heck? <laughs> so like, it's insane that he actually did it. He got them to admit it. That's yeah, pretty, he did pretty insane exactly stuff. what he said he was going to do. I salute it. Yeah, dope. All, All right, right, man. See y'all Wednesday. Maybe Tuesday. Maybe we'll record Monday, drop Tuesday. Who knows? Either way, it's been another installment of Survival of the Fitted. Shout out to Chrome Hearts. Neither of us wore Chrome Hearts. And shout out to all of Ian's ex-girlfriends who will be sitting behind a glass at his wedding. Yeah, we had we were talking about this before we got on. We got on because you know we wedding talk now ever since Kurt came on the pod. Um, But yeah, I decided for my wedding, I'm only going to invite Joe and all my ex-girlfriends. And I'm going to, you'll stand behind me like groomsmen or whatever. And then all my mm-hmm. ex-girlfriends will have to sit behind glass like it's a hockey game. That's an amazing, brilliant idea. Never heard that one before. Yeah. Thank you. I just came up with it. As one does. Okay. As one does. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Whole squad posting like a lobby on Lee Fix. I'll drift first team this season. I'm going to get it because I got my reasons. On the ground till my heart stop beating. Y'all little boys made me change my demeanor. Too much drip on the ground, I can't see it. Stepping out, I get flopped.